One. Welcome back to the Upper Tier Podcast, the football podcast we bring you each and every day on the Dynamo Podcast Network. Head over to YouTube, smash that subscribe and bell notification button. Audio versions of the show are available on Anchor. Also, if you want to contact the show, you'll find us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. If you fancy coming on the show or you want a topic that you want us to discuss, you can PM or DM us on there. Joining me tonight for our Monday mashup, as always, Mark, how you doing, my man? That silverware, still red ribbons on it. Just for now, just for now, yeah. Just for now. Chelsea did your favour there at the weekend. You don't have to go get those blue ribbons. Also oh, yeah. joining me, as always, from the Champagne Lane out in Tallaght. Graham, how we doing? All good, don't Silence of the Lambs tonight coming for you, baby. Um, also joining me, the podfather of the Dynamo Podcast Network. Also the, the representing the Blues of London, Ian Kelly. Ian, how you doing, my man? More good, my man. Yeah, more good. More been, good. Been a great week for a Chelsea fan. Beating City, beating Real. Can't get any better than that, really, when you think about it. Doesn't really. Done, you know, done Mark a favour, obviously not having to replace the ribbons, and done... Mm-hmm. Uh, Liverpool a favour to have a few more weeks with the with the banner of champions. Yeah, and also um, give United still an opportunity of winning the league. So hopefully Ali's going to put out a few strong squads and still chase the league down. Or... That would be hilarious. Not tomorrow, he won't. Not tomorrow. Left are going to beat us. We'll beat you. Unless you're a top four down. I should look, you're only half the team without Hardy Maguire anyway, aren't you? <laughs> true, true. Right, let's get into this. Premier League at the weekend. Leicester shit in the bed again on Friday night. 4-2 against Newcastle. Um, it looks like um, the, the ghost that haunts Brendan Rodgers is coming back to haunt him again by the looks of things. Um, Leeds, Graham, 3-1 yeah. against Spurs. Absolutely yeah. shocking again. Um, clearly wasn't Jose's fault by the looks nope. of things. Um Man City and Chelsea in 2-1 outstanding performance Man City at times looked in control there which came back what a second half unbelievable even against, uh, even against 13 men with the referee included we uh, we still got the job done great to see well, well you know if Manchester's <laughs> in the name that's what's going to happen isn't it yeah 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 I think even uh, I think even Mark there will probably talk about that as well some of the some of these VAR decisions are woeful aren't they like it's yeah, it's, yeah. The Harry, the Harry, the Harry Kane one the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking awful. Awesome. He's The Kane, one and the uh, the Kane and the Hudson Odoi one were just crazy. I mean, Hudson Odoi is literally his shoulder. You know what I mean? Mm. And this old rule of benefit of the of the doubt going yeah. to the forward, it's just well and truly dead. Like, but, yeah. No, and it's actually, it's funny because it's I, I make a joke and I say the referees. It's not really the referees. I mean, the I thought that the Man City penalties probably, mm. yeah, probably you probably give it. You probably mm. don't. It depends on the day, but. Um, yeah, I think VAR is just, it's, I mean, we're probably going to talk about more of it at the end of the yeah. season, a VAR review or something, I don't know, but shocking, shocking stuff. You'd love to, it's like we talked about before, you'd love to hear the conversations between the referee and the lads and Sophie Park to find out what's actually going on. Yeah. Um, because the Harry Kane one, it was, what, it was probably his finger or something that was offside. Yeah. Oh, it was the foot, like, you look at it's so, they just, it's not so, it's so well, close. It was the same. Do you remember the, the Werner one against Liverpool when he, mm. he got the chip in? And it was literally his index mm. finger. Literally. His, I mean, even Noel was saying to me, going, no, nah, that's a fucking joke. Like, you know, yeah. like, glad, so. glad they got it I right. Remember, like, in, but you remember the last save? You can only be offside with a part of your body that you can score with. It's yeah. all changed now. All these laws are coming out. Like I said before, Ellery's brought over 173 laws in the last six years. That's, so we go, that's we go with the lot. FA as well. It kind of brings back, you know, with all the talk of, you know, United and Chelsea and Liverpool and City being scumbags for wanting to leave. Here we are still run by a corrupt organisation in the FA mm. that are literally, in my opinion, it's quite clear what's going on. It's come out that referees have done it for a long, long time. They won't mention names or dates or times or incidents, but it's quite clear here now that the FA are giving these referees strict instructions as to give this team more than the other. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it's, it's obvious. Like, it can't be a conspiracy theory anymore. But previous referees have routed it in their books and all, and they yeah. have given details, yeah. so it's out there now. Well, to um, me, it looked on Sunday or Saturday, should I say, that <clears throat> they wanted to get that title wrapped up. And good old fucking Marcus Alonso <laughs> with that beautiful hair just decided, <laughs> <laughs> nah, not no, today. No, not to see. 
yeah, it's mad yeah. to see him and Athlete like, Quetta. They're just like strong and confident since uh, Tuchel came in, haven't they? Like, you know? Aspie is uh, Aspie. well. Let's let's not hijack it with Chelsea talk. I'll let Noel get through the rest of his, his pitching. Him. But no, I agree. I, I do agree, Mark. <clears throat> yeah. Then Liverpool too. Southampton nail. Good win for Liverpool, keeping them in somewhat of a top four race at the moment. <clears throat> but we'll see if if Solskjaer doesn't mess around tomorrow night. Um, United three yeah. one mark against Villa. Great result yeah. coming back again from them one nil down at half time. Unbelievable how many times you've done that this season. Yeah, ten times this season already. It's. Uh... It's unreal. It's it's not good for the heart, though. <laughs> I tell you that. But uh, no, we did. Bruno Fernandez equal. He's equal to Lampard season. Yeah. where Lampard scored with twenty seven. Yeah, no. But in fairness, we started bright. First twenty minutes, we started real bright. Where other games we hadn't. And um, I thought Villa's goal was going to run the play. And then I seen Dean Smith talking about the penalty. A man went through back and hugged his leg. And if you look at it again, it's a definite penalty. Absolutely. Um, well, I'd agree it, with that as well. I'd love to. I'd love to kind of jump on the anti-United bandwagon and say it wasn't a pain. But when I saw it, like, it, yeah, it's, it's it's given. It has to be given. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, he I always say if it's outside the box, it's given as a free. So it should be given as a penalty. Absolutely. Yeah, it has yeah. to be consistency. He was. He was dramatic in the way he hit the ground. Though, in fairness. Ah, uh, yeah, but that's probably <laughs> did it last season against Villa as well in the uh, park. So. Not the Leopard can't change his spots or his hair, do I? Then we had, um, <laughs> we move on. Then we had West Ham versus Everton yesterday, 1 0 to Everton. Huge win. Moyes, uh, losing out against his old club, um, and a cracking goal as well to go with it. And then we round out then with Arsenal 3, West Brom 1. Um, good win for Arsenal. Needed to get back on the winning streak. Looked very ropey at times in this game. Um, and if you haven't seen that West Brom goal, it was absolutely outstanding by Pereira. It was an incredible goal. Um, yeah, so looking forward to this week. Um, tomorrow night, Mark, we have Man United versus Leicester. Um, the feeling is he's going to play a week inside because obviously he wouldn't dare play a week inside against us who do his job. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know. I mean, like if, if you pick up the next two wins and if anything was to happen on Friday with Man City... Mm. It's it's um you're still in there. There's still that slim chance. Like definitely. for me, I'm almost hoping for a uh, United win because I kind of called. You remember Noel about three weeks ago? I, I predicted this downfall for Leicester. Just saw it coming. Mm. Mm. Um, for me, like I'm happy with third and a fucking FA Cup final, a Champions League final, and at least solidifying your place in there. Mm. So in in a, in a way, I don't like to be mean to Leicester, but. Uh, it kind of be nice for us just to get the top three. So I, I, I'll be a bit of a Man United fan tomorrow. I have to say, <laughs> Man United. No, so, it's, it's, so will most of Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going to be an interesting game because, like, we've seen Leicester against Southampton. They couldn't beat a ten men Southampton um, for eighty minutes. Then they got beaten against Newcastle on on Friday night. Yeah. But you have to look at from their point of view. What team are they going to put out? They won nine in the FA Cup final on Saturday. So it won't surprise me if Brendan Rodgers rests a few players as well. Um, but from Ollie's, Ollie's uh, point of view, I heard he's after calling Luke Chadwick and all into the squad. So uh, that, should, uh, that should make for the numbers, you know? At times that could look like an improvement. Don't be even joking about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can see that the likes of uh, boy Tunzabe probably tell us might come in. Hopefully Van der Beek might get another 90 minutes under his belt. Um, but yeah, it should be interesting to see what both teams do. Um, obviously, we'd be hoping to get a win, but half of us be hoping that United lose and then we beat you and then these are top four dreams are over. Well, I'd be hoping that you get the win tomorrow night and then we beat you on Thursday and cost you the league. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm looking forward to. Um, we move on then Wednesday. We're looking at Chelsea versus Arsenal in. This is, for me, I'm looking at this. This is men against boys, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, look... The way I look at it is, uh, you know, if this had been six months ago and I'd have seen the lineup that uh, Tuchel put out on uh, Saturday, I'd have been like, Jesus, that's a weak lineup against, uh, a weakened lineup against uh, City away from home when you're trying to kind of guarantee your top four. But like, whatever he brings in now, whoever he brings in, there's a piece for every component, mm. isn't there? There's a component for every kind of part of the pitch. Like, I mean, uh, like Mark rightly mentioned there, you know, Chilwell has just got been a different level of player under Tuchel. And when he doesn't, like when he steps out, you've got Marcus Alonso. Billy Gilmore, again, the fucking 18-year-old, 19-year-old 
kid in there playing playing his heart out the other day. Kante is just literally, like I say, he's the ever-ready fucking bunny. Like, he just doesn't stop. He's like a robot, um, isn't he? Yeah, and it's the same with, like, I mean, it's like the Timo Werner conversation. Like, I think next year people are going to be eating their words when we're talking about Timo Werner because, you know, you look at certain strikers. We, we look back at Maratta. We look at Torres when he was low on confidence. They were almost shying away from being in the, in, in, you know, in the six-yard box, whereas Timo's just in there constantly. And I think eventually it will, the penny will drop for him. It's great to see the work rate, especially. But, like... If he could play like realistically, lads, he could play any team against Arsenal, couldn't he? And and, and like get a get a win. Like I, I just I don't yeah. see what Arsenal have that can give us kind of a. They look shocking. Like me and I were talking about it. You know they had to score a goal last week against Villarreal. Yeah. They had eight shots on target. You look yeah. at the Roma game. Roma had twenty shots against us yeah. in the first sixty minutes. They gave it. Ar- they gave it a go. Yeah. yeah. Arsenal eight eight shots, one on target. Or sorry, nine shots, one on target. That's a disgrace. No, it is a disgrace. I mean, if I, I feel sorry ribbing on Arsenal fans even at this stage. Like, I mean, they literally, literally just have become such an irrelevant um, team. I'm not going to say a relevant football club because they were never relevant. Everyone knows London is blue and there is only one team in London. But, uh, you know... You're not going to stick you... up for yourself, Graham, no? That's just... No, to stick up against... Yeah. Uh, it, poor it, little Graham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In any conversation about what colour London is, white never comes into the equation. <laughs> That's very no. true. <laughs> no, I think it's, uh, no, it's all about Fulham. <laughs> all joking aside, yeah, I think um, I think Arsenal. I mean, look that 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 win against City, uh, pretty much, pretty much, you would say solidifies Chelsea's top four at least. Anyway, right? Um, you know, you could even you could even play fucking babies against Arsenal and get a draw. And it won't really make a difference on Wednesday mm. to the to the bigger picture, but uh, I don't foresee that personally. I, I think Chelsea will win comfortably. I think he could probably keep the same lineup pretty much and rest another rest certain players again for mm. Saturday for the FA Cup. Um, keep stick with Gilmore, you know, maybe bring Zuma in there. Anyone see that Zuma tackle, that last dish tackle? By the way, and, holy shit! I mean, I'd say Mark as a referee, you were looking at that going, "Fuck! I need a minute to make a decision here." What's yeah, yeah. Would have blown the whistle. Right, lads, we're finished. Right, what's going on? And then you just go, actually, ten out of ten to you. What a tackle! Mm-hmm. Like, I just have to say, it was just you know, it's good to see some ref, and that's why I give the referee credit. It's good to see that some of the British refs still do like a good fucking challenge. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Didn't yeah. even want to go to VAR. He was like, "No, yeah. that's it. That's the way." Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Chelsea Arsenal, I think Man U will win the first game. And then uh, obviously the big one is up now for you, Noel. Yeah, before we get on to that though, Ian, while we have you on, we want to mention Tamari for AC Milan. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's, a, it's it's a crazy one, isn't it? Like, I mean, I always thought he was a I've always been a big fan of him anyway. Um I don't see how he fits in in this Chelsea team. I think I think they have a deal, don't they? 30 million quid or something. Stale at 20, 28.5 million. Absolute stale. It stale is a steal. Yeah. It's a steal. And to be honest with you, being being a fan of the player, I would probably say take that deal and stay in Milan and live live your best life, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, and maybe Chelsea get... Uh, Chelsea, you know Chelsea are shrewd um, businessmen and women. Obviously, being Granisloya is pretty much the fucking brains behind these deals. Um I'd say there's probably some deal there that there's probably a buyback clause, you know what I mean, for a fraction of that within a two-year period as well. So I think it would be a great deal for tomorrow because I don't, like, Noel, I saw you was talking during the week. Where does he really fit in in that, in that you know, like Christensen's coming in in bit parts, but that's because Silva's not 100% fit, so it's... I suppose, I suppose when you look at it and you, you see the way Chelsea over the last six months have improved and developed under Tuchel, you're going to be competitive in everything next year. So you're going yeah. to need a massive squad, you know. But I was thinking, when I looked at tomorrow yesterday with AC Milan, absolutely outstanding, I was thinking, he would be the perfect player for Spurs to sign. The perfect player Yeah, but they won't Spurs sell him to Spurs, though, you see. You have to... Well, it's not FIFA. Yeah, no, yeah. But that's that's a pity, because if he went into Spurs, he'd make a huge difference. Huge Listen, difference. it's not a pity. The lad deserves to win titles and be at a team that's successful. That's a, that, that would be a crying shame if he went to Spurs. Yeah. Leave him at Milan, a great legendary club with, yeah, well, with some real backbone. It's not necessarily guaranteed there either at the moment. You know? <laughs> no, um, he could be so, back though. Yeah, I, I'd have him back. I mean, if he was happy to come on and, and fight for his place, like yeah. Rudiger did, every day of the week I'd keep him. But. So then we move on to Thursday. Um, 
probably the biggest game in the Premier League campaign every year. Man United versus Liverpool at Old Trafford. According to you, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe maybe back when the Premier League started, it was, yeah. <laughs> this 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 is the game that realistically will decide our top four race. And I know Mark, yeah. we'll we'll be jumping on during the week to do a, a top four race episode, um, which yeah. will be interesting with some of the permutations that come up and stuff like that. And then, of course, depending on how things go during the week, Friday we get Newcastle versus Man City, so the league will be done and dusted on uh, on Friday. But who knows, you know? Mm. Um, you would expect Man City to beat Newcastle, wouldn't you? Or you would wouldn't you? know the way Newcastle have been playing. Like, yeah, they've been doing really well. And the thing about it is, if there was fans in the stadium, Bruce probably would have left in January or February. So they've kept them on, and the results have, have, have come. You yeah. know, they've, that yeah, was a great result against Leicester um, last yeah. week. You brought yeah. you brought your man uh, Joe Willock in from Arsenal. He's been fantastic. I know he's come off the bench a lot, but he's been great for them. But like I said, he's he's, he's probably lucky the fans because you know what the fans are like up there, and um, they got on your back in no time. And he's, I'd say he's blessed that he's still in the job. Will Willock's playing like a player that Arsenal could do with at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> so Absolutely. it's kind of weird how they put players out like that. Yeah. But I suppose the pressure would be on City on Friday if Hughes were to pick up two wins this week and close mm. the gap to what, four points then or something like that, is it? Four points, uh, four points, yeah. Yeah, it would be, yeah. So it'll be an interesting, um, an interesting run out. I just, I said it last week in the big before, wouldn't it be a madness if Ole Gunnar Solskjaer did the reversal on Man City and actually won the Premier League with, with Man United? You know what I mean? It'd be just unbelievable. Yeah. Anything can happen in COVID times. It's just mad, isn't it? I know, I know, but Ian, the rest of us would have to give up watching football if Andy Gunnar Solskjaer won the Premier League with United. <laughs> well, we're in the Europa League final and uh, Dino's on here tonight, so that says it all. Yeah. Um, let's get on to the, the two European finals. Obviously, Mark, for you guys, I don't think there was any issue about getting to the final. Although <laughs> we did, at, we made it hard for ourselves. Rome, fair play to Roma. They they did very well. Uh, David he, David yeah. De Gea kept us in the game, and uh, yeah. but we just took our chances again. Cavani, that that legend that is Cavani, um, kept us in the game. And good job that you weren't playing Roma next year, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it might have been different. <laughs> oh, but fair play. Like I said, Roma were Roma deserved to win the game on last Thursday. If they didn't, it would have been a crying shame. They yeah. they just at the back they need to tighten up and, and sort out the goalkeeper situation or the backup goalkeeper situation. The right man coming in for that, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Tighten you up at the back and kill you at the front. Yeah, especially <laughs> yeah. in Italy. Especially in Italy, though. You know what I mean? I think that's a great move for uh, Roma, and I think it's actually a great move for Jose. To be fair, because. Yeah. Mkhitaryan and Smalling are gone now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're boy boy. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It'll be interesting. But um, yeah, I suppose just looking at it, I mean, looking on form at the moment, you'd probably prefer Arsenal than Villarreal. But mm. I mean, Villarreal, it'll be an interesting one with Emery in there because you just never know what you're going to get. We will be doing a road to uh, the Europa League final. We'll look at United's um, pathway to the Europa League final later on in the week or next week. Um, Chelsea, Ian, I know you were quietly confident. You never had a doubt, really. You knew you were going to get to the final. You knew, kind of, you were always vocal enough to say, listen, you knew you had the makings of Real Madrid. Um, and it basically turned out that way, really. You know, two absolutely brilliant uh, performances. Um, and then you go and you meet Man City in the final which we had a kind of a preview of the other day somewhat toned down um, but if you look at the amount of toning down I think you were way more toned down than what they were and you still got the results so you must be quietly confident going into that final Very confident against City to be honest with you like I think it's it's such a it's such a great matchup for both teams because you've got the kind of attacking prowess of City and I know City have had a good defence this year but I think Tuchel's defence is just it's probably been the informed defence in world football probably over the last four to five months. I don't think it would be out of order to say that. Like um, the midfield, whatever pairing you use, like whether it's Kante and Jorginho or it's Jorginho and Kovacic, whether he puts Mount in there, whether he brings Billy Gilmore in there, just that two, they just know their job so well. They know where they have to be. Um, you've got Pulisic, you know, it's like I always say, he's an American and you can tell that he's an American because he steps up in the fucking later rounds. And we all know like that the LeBron James of this world stepping up in the playoff rounds. And that seems to be the way the way Pulisic is. You know what I mean? He's just he's just an absolute world beater. You have Ziek playing fantastic football at the moment. Werner, 
getting the odd lucky goal that he probably deserves now as well, but still getting assists. And that absolute German Kaiser, Mr. Fucking Kai Havertz, who's just growing into mm. a player that looks like the world is his oyster in terms yeah. of what he wants to do. Um, he fills that frame out a bit more next year as well. Like, I mean, mm. he's just... Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's a great matchup. But I'm not going to say I'm confident that we're going to absolutely destroy City, but I think looking over the last two games... I think there might be a little bit of a psychological battle in there that, uh, you know, Pep might be saying, well, this motherfucker's had to come in and beat me twice here. Mm. You know what I mean? And with a weakened side this time. And, yeah, they just seem to be able to step it up against City. I, I have a sneaky feeling that that we're going to uh, we're, we're going to win this one. Can, can you imagine in three or four weeks' time if we're looking at a situation where City bottled the league and United won it? And then they bottled the Champions League final and Chelsea win it. Like that, like they only end up with the Carabao Cup from chasing nearly the quadruple and, and being comfortable in chasing the quadruple. That would be unbelievable, yeah. wouldn't it? Like it'd be such a turnaround. Like it's just oh, yeah. unreal. Unbelievable uh, um, stuff. For the neutral, it's going to be some game. If the City team and Chelsea team turn up from the semi finals, we're in for some game as well. But uh, it, the team, team of Werner thing, you could see it before. It was kind of like Robbie Keane with Liverpool. He was trying too much to score. You know, that's the way he was getting in the right positions, but he's trying too much. But like any striker, you know, that goal he scored last week, he, he was in the six yard box on his own when he came back off the bar. That's where you want him to be. Um, see, it's like you said, he was unlucky with injuries this season as well, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He got off to a flyer, which has then got a, an injury or two, and he's getting back into it slowly but surely now. And over the last four or five games, you see the confidence. Even when he's coming on, you can see how confident he is. Um, Obviously, he can mount as well. Like I mean, yeah. I've, listen, I'm a big fan of Mason Mount. He's he's unreal, isn't he? Yeah, it's just he's uh he's he's the kind of superstar we need. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? And and it's it's mad. Like he was kind of quietly going about his business and doing the little things. And mm. it was only when you were watching him every single week, or if if like you boys, you're a football fan and you do watch it every single week, mm. that you would notice what he does. But he's really kind of literally grabbed the. Bull by the horns, hasn't he? Mm. Since Tuchel came in, and like he's, oh, he's he's that leader. Like I mean, there's yeah. a team full of leaders now. You yeah. know, as I said, Pulisic yeah. is that kind of he's that hazard type player, that mm. component that you can bring on anytime you need, just a, a lift, or you can start yeah. him and he'll get you off on the right foot. Um, well, now you're right, and I think then uh, Tuchel given that captain's armband there a few weeks ago. In the games, I can't remember who it was against, but uh, it just yeah. shows the confidence that Tuchel has in him as well for such a young lad. Yeah. Amazing, it's amazing, Absolutely. but that's going to be a hell of a final. I'll be, I'll be a lot more nervy. Trust me, about half an hour before the game, you won't see me. Uh, you won't see me talking before that match. <laughs> so, we'll be there. For, we'll be there for the match reactions. Don't worry. We'll be there for the match reactions. But we'll be having palpitations before the game. Trust match me. reactions. Eno getting uh, carted away in an ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Himself and Wayne sharing the bed. This will be on my phone. There he is. Now. Yeah. And that's when you win. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. We're um we're missing a certain Monday masher on tonight, Ian, who you wanted to address. It was a, a big fan of Modric and Crews. <coughs> yeah, Mr. Dean last week got very heated saying that uh you know City and Chelsea were gonna get destroyed by uh, by PSG and Real Madrid collectively, but he was very he took exception to the fact that I said that uh Jorginho and Kante made uh Tony Cruz and Luca Modric and Casemiro look old and look slow. And he guaranteed me that uh, that that wouldn't be the case last week. But uh, obviously, Dino has decided to no show today, like the coward that we all know that he is. Like Liverpool this year, he's decided to go hiding. And uh, I just like to, I like to say, Dean, I told you so. <laughs> he's outside Anfield protesting about the Super League at the minute. <laughs> Wanted to go ahead. <laughs> it's all it's all love. It, you know, you know, knows I love him, but you know, I thought that had to be uh, had to be addressed. You know, <laughs> don't worry, Dean. on the comment section below. Uh, that's it. I was just about to say that right down there in the comments. He'd be yeah. all over it later. Exactly on. where he should be hiding from the comment, hiding in the comment section. Let's get that's on to uh, let's get on to some hot topics, lads. Um, and the first one for you, Pirlo to be sacked as the Juve manager and Ronaldo potentially in the Europa League next <laughs> year. It's um, it's a tough one for me because you know I'm a big Juve fan. They'll always, they'll always have a special kind of place in my heart, and uh, it's kind of my European team, you know. Um, 
I mean, I think Pirlo, being brought in, I think they just expected that to work. I think Pirlo was suited more to the role of, like, what, say, a Petr Cech does, you know, with Chelsea. Do you know what I mean? Actually scouting talent. And um, he's a great mind for the game. I think him building a team would have been a perfect, like, a director of football type role. But at the same time, you know, he went up against Antonio Conte. He is the master of coming in and changing teams within two seasons and getting league titles and then fucking off. You know what I mean? Do you know what? In the Italian league, it wouldn't surprise me if Conte goes home to Juventus now next year and that's who he's replaced with. <laughs> He'd be like, he's the type of fucker. Conte will be like, Juventus, how much money are you going to give me to sign players? Inter, how much are you going to give me to sign? And that'll be almost <laughs> what he weighs it up on. No, but yeah. I think, yeah, I think it was a, like, I probably would have given him a bit more time personally. Um, I think Juventus are just shell-shocked, to be honest with you, in terms of how, how the Milan clubs Took a rise and and obviously next year as well, lads. Don't forget we've got a uh, Mourinho with with, um, with you know. I'm very surprised that Juve didn't look at that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Um, I really am surprised that Juve didn't look at that. But, but like, Ian, is it the fans that like because he's only lost eight games and hasn't he in the year or something like that? Yeah. It's crazy. Like if you look at the, yeah, I just looked at it earlier. It's a win uh, ratio of sixty two and a half percent. Yeah, that's and not a bad. About, yeah. Like and he's pretty he's pretty green as a manager, like do you know mm. what I mean? He's not like he, he had the right idea and the right style of football in mind. Um I mean I don't know what they want. I mean, if they knew they were gonna do this and they saw Mourinho go to uh, I mean Mourinho would have been tailor made for Juve too to get their defence right again, right? Mm. I think so anyway. Yeah. Um you know, Juve fans will probably tell me no. Fair enough, because I understand mm. it's probably not the style of play you want, but I mean he has that relationship with Ronaldo already. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, I would have thought it would have been, you know, a shoe-in, but um, yeah. obviously there's something going on. I, I, to be honest with you, Mark, I think you're right. I think it really boils down to that Juventus were shell-shocked mm. and don't know what to do. Yeah. And it's like they struck out at the wrong person, personally. Because yeah. yeah. I don't know who you bring in. Who's like Who is honestly available in world football this year? Ryan Mason. <laughs> Sam, Aller, <laughs> Sam Allardyce. Sam Allardyce. <laughs> No, it is. Yeah. yeah, right. There's, there's no one out there. Like you, we were talking about about Spurs and Arsenal and stuff. There's no one out there. Like, no one out there. And, 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 yeah. Like you know, Pep isn't leaving this year, right? Hmm. You, you know the top four, top five, top six, say in in England, they're all pretty guaranteed that the managers aren't going. I mean, hmm. Klopp. You know, Juve might be thinking if Klopp walks away from Liverpool this year or whatever's going to happen in the summer, which mm-hmm. I don't foresee happening personally. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, they might be thinking, oh, well, let's keep an eye on the Liverpool situation. Yeah. And that would be obviously the perfect, you know. The only thing I could say about Juve is that they possibly look to Germany. There's plenty of great managers in that mm-hmm. league that would probably like to step up out of the out of the shadow of Bayern Munich. And, but realistically, lads, I mean, yeah. I, I think they made a mistake, to be honest with you. I don't yeah. see who they... I really honestly don't see who they get. What did they get Ronaldo to be player manager? <clears throat> I think well, you never know. They, they could go back and get someone like Didier Deschamps, who was there before. You know, he's done a good job with France and stuff like that. Maybe he might go into club football again. Carlo Ancelotti or something like that, if you want yeah. to go home. Yeah. I think, I think what's happened as well is like um, trying to prize a manager now out of a club is nearly like trying to sign a player in terms of compensation and all now. So the world yeah. has changed in yeah. terms of that. It's not that easy now to just go in and say, yeah, we'll, we'll take, say, Whoever and like we'll compensate you 15 20 million. That's a player, like yeah. you know what I mean. So yeah. they're looking at it in a different way now. But Mark, obviously, your club would have to save Ronaldo, they couldn't have him playing the Europa League. Uh, you'd have, well, have to bring him back home, wouldn't you? I think we've been linked with him for the last nine or ten years. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. no, I'd, I'd rather take a young player in than, than bring Ronaldo in just for a shirt. So I was like, yeah, Jeez, I don't know about that. I mean, it worked out well with Cavani so far. Nah, it's not gonna happen though. No. Mark's just Mark's just being a realist to be fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you're right. Like bringing bringing them in, you're taking away like someone like Greenwood or Rashford's place, you know. Like, <laughs> Fuck them, it. bring Ronaldo in and get those fifty yeah. goals. Yeah. I'm taking Rivaldo, I'm taking Ronaldo and Cavani up front. I'm all over that. Oh, yeah, so. man. Okay. Uh, give, yeah. give me give me Martial any day. Yeah. Ian, here's one for you. You wait for prepare, you wait for meeting with the UK government day to look at the prospect of moving the final <coughs> to Wembley. That's a no brainer, isn't it? I was, Has to be a no-brainer. I was trying to read it, it's, it's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. I read about it. It's it's 
makes sense. Like, I mean, the makes only sense. reason you need to go to Turkey at the moment is to get your hair put back in or your teeth whitened. You know what I mean? You don't need to be going watching football over there at the minute. Um, but they'll yeah. have to give it to them next year, won't they, or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Probably, you yeah. Know, Wembley, Wembley makes sense all, all around because, as you said, Mark, there, like, it's two English clubs. You know mm. what I mean? They, they, they don't have to travel. I mean, it's, it's, in, it's the Mecca fucking mm. city in Europe, pretty much, or at least it's one of them. Um, fans are allowed back in buildings now as well, so you actually be able to put some fans in there too. Because, uh, sure. Not only that, in you know, next year when it's back in Istanbul, Istanbul as a city will make more money from fans exactly. being able to travel over there, so it makes sense as exactly. well. Yeah. Yeah. United Liverpool in it then next year, you know. Uh, you want to try and win it, then, don't you? You don't want to be losing it. Um, <laughs> no, but I think it's it, it does, it does. Like, I mean, it's a no brainer for me as well. Like, under the current circumstances of climate that we're in. Two England clubs. There's not much traveling for them. The only traveling is for the fucking the prawn sandwich eaters, who we know are going to be the ones that are at the games anyway. Mm. Um, you know, again, you know, it's going to be the corporate level mm. that pretty much get most of those box seats and all that, and then they'll probably sprinkle a bit of the, you know, magic dust over some of the fans and give them a few hand me outs. So, I think it makes sense. That's yeah. our city section will just be Wayne sitting there in his own. That's all that did happens. anyone uh, did anyone see the, the the tweet last week? It was fucking brilliant. Just just quickly before you move on there, Noel, I I, I, t- I should have took a screenshot of it, but um, it was uh, it was the day before the Chelsea Real game, and it was man or sorry, Sky were going around to all the Man City fans. Who would you rather play, Real Madrid or Chelsea? And uh, some comment under it goes. Doesn't matter uh, who we play, the city fans are going to have that stadium rocking. We're going to be everywhere. And the Chelsea fan literally just went under it. He goes, Mate, what was it? <laughs> this was it. He goes, Mate, you can't even sell out the, the Etihad. Pipe down your little wet wipe. Graham, here's one for you. Spurs are looking to try and prize Bielsa out of Leeds. Can I just What's say there, lads, breaking news. Wembley <coughs> just as we said. Yeah. 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 Wembley, said it makes sense, doesn't it? Makes Wembley sense, is 100% official now. Stay poor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We can order now all that finalist merchandise. And you have beaten uh, City and Wembley already this season, so that's a good argument for you. I'm going over to uh, to Wembley, lads. Fuck that. I'll stand outside. <laughs> I, get, I get the jab just for that. <laughs> Be worth it. Graham. Bielsa to Spurs, would you fancy it? Uh, probably yes, because we were we're at the stage where we'll take anyone. But uh, <laughs> I think he's he's there. Uh, <laughs> we take anyone there yeah, at the stage. But I, uh, yeah, I, I was talking to Roddy Collins on Friday, and he's interested, Graham. So there you go. Well, now uh, I think I think a battle today between Graham Potter and Roddy Collins. That's where you're at now. I think what else? <laughs> an, an, an Allardyce. But, uh, an Allardyce. <laughs> but now, yeah, he's doing a. I think he's doing a great job at Leeds. He needs to, he needs to stay where he is. Um, he got a tactic right against us. You know, he kept he kept like the Kane and Bale and. You know, and Son at bay, you know, we weren't getting the ball at all. Midfield weren't getting the ball. But uh yeah, it's it's just it's just more speculation for uh the Sky Sports Sky Sports to put up on their uh their sports potential managers on their own, you know, odds list. But no, I I, I think he's gonna stay poor. That'd be an easy transition for you actually to move over to Leeds because similar colours and all that, you know what I mean? You just sneak <laughs> in there. The away jerseys yellow as well and blue. Do you know what I mean? It'd be handy, like you jump between Leeds and Fulham next season, have someone in the championship yeah. as well. Sure, there, there's a good one, actually. Scotty Parker, Scotty Parker could come available yeah. in the, ne- well, in, the ne- in the next two hours <laughs> <laughs> as soon as possible. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and this feels like a Chelsea flavored show. Hazard, Eden Hazard, gone from villain to hero in the space of four days. Um, what did you make first of all Wednesday night lads he's just there having the crack with the lads on the pitch like they didn't even play a game absolute madness it was uh, it was funny because when I was watching it I was like this is just like old games like this is like old times and I saw your man the PR lad coming over and like shouting at him to follow him and get back to the dressing room and like Hazard's such just an easy going fella do you know what I mean and like you have to remember these are these are his fucking team of, of his whole career basically you know what I mean? 
Um, I mean, I'd say Roy Keane would have been having an absolute meltdown. Oh, uh, can you imagine? But at the same time, I mean, look, I think he he probably became a hero because when they realised that Chelsea could have a deal to sign him for about 60 million, which is a fraction of what they sold him for, they were like, oh shit, maybe we better hype him up a bit again because I can see that happening this year or next year anyway, to be honest with you. I think the love affair with Madrid and Hazard is probably... Probably outrun its course now at this stage, you know what I mean? I'd, I'd say it was all one way anyway, mm. for him yeah. from the beginning. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it was madness the wave of hate to him, and then all of a sudden, scores the equaliser yesterday, and just, you know. They well, they're a toxic, they are a toxic fan base, though. Like, they call themselves real fans, but they're, they're actually just mental. Mm. Um, it's the same with the Barcelona fans they're a different breed over there like mm. you know they go waving white flags and all this shit like I mean it's it, very very volatile environment sometimes mm. to be over in that fan base like we kind of uh, like you look at me sticking up for Timo Werner fucking categorically you know and like I'll take the banter that comes from other fans but like that wouldn't happen over there no. Don't give you a chance. No. Don't do it yesterday. Forget about it. Sure, one season Ronaldo scored over 30 goals and they were still doing them at the end of the season. Yeah. Like, what more do these want, lads? They're very strange, man. Very strange. I, and I have to say, I think that's the great thing about the English fans nine out of ten times. I mean, you look at Torres' time at Chelsea. It was actually funny. I only went back and watched the video of it, right? And that year they won the Europa League when Rafa came in, remember? Mm-hmm. Um, Torres, I think, scored 20 five goals that year like in all competitions and I was like it's not really that much of a flop do you know what I mean it's more a flop because of you expected more kind of thing yeah but you look at that Torres said it he goes I, I love the Liverpool fans and Chelsea fans equally now because like they, they stuck behind me in London do you know what I mean they literally no matter what they still stuck behind them I'd say what he really wanted to say is fuck those pricks burning me jersey over the mercy so <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a Londoner now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I suppose if you're if you're Ronaldo scoring thirty goals, it's not good if Messi's across the way scoring fifty. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the, the comparisons are always no, the world record now. So, yeah, Mark, we witnessed yesterday the streak is over. Sam Allardyce twenty one yeah. on West Brom. What's the story? <laughs> well, then, do you know what's ironic? Do you remember uh, Big Sam Kinnean? His first game was against Arsenal, and in the build-up to the game, he said that Arsenal are in the relegation battle with West Brom. He came in and said that, and now it's ironic that Arsenal are right, relegated. Right. Yeah. Well, am I right in saying that that's yeah. the first time he's ever been relegated from the Premier League? Yeah, from the yeah. top division, yeah. Yeah, yeah it couldn't it? happen so, to a nicer fellow. I'm delighted. <laughs> Big Sam. I think they're probably retiring now because he's, what, 66? Um, they've gone down... I read there today that Chris Wilder is one of the favourites to come in and take over from them. So that'd be interesting. Is Hodgson still knocking around? Like that yeah. lad must be he, literally a carcass at this point. Like, yeah, he's calling him Paul Bear to do a mortuary on him. That's he's, uh, he's retiring at the, the end of the season. Yeah. So, is he? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, from the planet? He's a bit <laughs> yeah. Your little mate is a favourite to take over there. Uh, big Frank. Fat Frank. For um, Crystal Palace, yeah. Palace, yeah, yeah. I prefer him to take the Celtic job myself mm. personally. At the end of the season, I'd like to see him and Gerard kind of bring the bring the profile of the SPL up a little bit and see that battle of the battle of Glasgow with two legends. But uh, I don't know. Even Mickey Mouse Club, Crystal Palace, like aren't they? Do you know what I mean? Like they're kind of just happy to be happy to be there. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like. I don't think yeah. Celtic can afford Frank Lampard. They're very tight with spending money. Like obviously, when uh, it was at Rogers went, they got Neil Lennon back in again. He'd gone on garden me from Hibs. Like, that's probably like why the they. Uh, that's probably why they stay in existence. You'll see fucking Rangers going into another bleeding uh, situation where they're in depth because they're hiring lads again with the new yeah. administration. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that label there. I think but, uh, if did anyone catch um, Sam's uh, interview after the game yesterday, where he turned around and he was asked them. Um, will you go down with the club and try and bring them back up again? And he said, uh, he basically threw the players under the bus and said, um, I don't yeah. think they really have the bottle for it. He kind of was saying, he was saying that like they had plenty of opportunities against the bottom six this year. And they, they basically shit the bed and dropped points when they shouldn't have. It. And he was saying, it's all well and good going out and getting results against Chelsea and Man City and Liverpool and United and stuff like that. But if you can't beat the bottom six, you're always going to struggle. And he says, mm. so he says, I wouldn't be confident that this team would just come back up. It was um, it was an interesting sort of slant on it. Normally, you know, you know, and then he said, but listen, we'll have to have conversations next week and see where we want to go. <laughs> yeah, if, um, they throw me, if they throw me a bone, I'll stay for another season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they give me a bone for sure. Yeah. And, 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 <laughs> 
I was being harsh on Sam. Like, I mean, I've always hated Sam purely because he's a bollocks to play against. You know what I mean? And and he's a real prick after the inter after like in the you know, I'll be like, what what do you think about Chelsea saying that they? I remember one year, uh, I think it was Mourinho. They, he won a one nil, and I think we should have had about three or four penalties, like something stupid like that. And he was like, uh, they said to him. What do you think about Mourinho being upset and Chelsea being upset, you know, that the referee didn't take that into account? And he goes, the way he chose to chew him, he goes, tough. Yeah. <laughs> and he walks off. So I was like, fuck you. Yeah. So, like, in fairness, he's actually my kind of guy. Do you know what yeah, I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah. I only hate you because you're good. <laughs> and he has big L Sammy Lee there helping him as well, doesn't he? But he yeah, is right, Sammy though. Lee. What, Noel, what you said, he's right, though. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It is all well and good getting yeah. yourself up for them big games, but if you're fighting for survival, like, you know, Big Sam has done this with every other club, like, and obviously he sees an inherent weakness in mentality. Yeah. In and that not only that, the likes of Pereira and all is going to go, he won't yeah. be, he's not a championship player, he'll be back yeah. in the Premier League with someone like Everton or someone like that, exactly. do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah look, 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 like a gone. minimal club like Everton. <laughs> I, I, I just I just kind of felt with um, Money Messing Graham. I'm just kind of felt right. sort of with, with some of the players hurting yesterday. I thought it might have been a conversation to have with the the owner rather than a conversation to have with, with Sky or whoever covered the game. Yeah, but he loves all that, doesn't he? Like, he loves but it. I mean, if you look at the game yesterday, he was hiding from most of the game in the third row of the seats. He wasn't even out in the technical. I didn't I don't think I seen him in the technical area even once during the game. When is when is someone gonna give Uncle Harry a call? I've been waiting for a team to give Uncle Harry a call for a long time. Yeah. Wait, when, you, now, when you say when you say a team, you mean Spurs, yeah? <laughs> well, that's a fucking region. So maybe maybe that's a, a number for Palace. Actually, get big fucking Harry to Celtic. Harry Let's to get Celtic. that trending. <laughs> Let's get big Harry to Celtic. They won't understand them. I'd love that. Imagine him outside Glasgow. And Frank as his assistant. As his assistant, nephew, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you. Jamie there just to sell the shorts. You know? <laughs> <laughs> He's the male mother. Oh, <laughs> um, we have um, some campaigners in the UK at the moment. We know that there's been a link now created between dementia and uh, heading of the ball and stuff like that. We've seen a number of older players now who are starting to show onset signs of dementia and stuff like that. And it's related potentially to the heading of the ball back in the day. And I know Don Astle and Rachel Walden have requested a meeting with FIFA. They're dementia campaigners in the UK. Mm. They've requested a meeting with FIFA's new medical director to have a look at it, see if there is a football link to increase rates in neurodegenerative disease. <sighs> um, I'm just wondering, I wonder, will they be able to create this link? And I wonder if they do create this link, um, I, I know we're sort of the sports moving in a certain direction where it's nearly becoming non-contact, but are we looking at a situation where a heading could be taken out of the game? At some I'll, stage? Be, I'll be gone from it. If that, you know, like your one Rachel, what's her name? Rachel Welly or whatever. The Walden. Is. Walden. Yeah, Walden. Yeah. Well, yeah, whatever her name is. Nonsense, to be honest with you, because if it's linked to one or two players, it's like saying let's take punching out of boxing because a certain boxer died in the past or, you know, yeah. let's take, if that's the case, let's take fucking, you know, all this sports nutrition back a little bit and stop young lads having heart attacks. You know what I mean? Um, it, it's a, it's a nonsense to me. And don't get me wrong. Of course, I care about the, the actual physical and mental well-being of other human beings. That's not the point I'm making. But like, how long has this game been going on? Like, look at, look at people like fucking, you know, some of the old, old players that are still, you know, talking like dementia is a thing that comes with age also. Like, is it, they're literally trying to pussify the world. This is all just more tactics from left wing fucking snowflakes. Again, that's trying to pussify a game that has already been pussified in my opinion. Um, and just let's see if we can link it to that. But like, where's your links? Like, and on what level are you going to link it as well? Like, do you know what I mean? Are you going to get, the top players from the top leagues over the last hundred years and say each one of them have dementia. And if it's a case that it's one lad down in fucking, you know, league two or a couple of people down in lower leagues or a couple of even kind of fringe players that had, you know, inherent, you know, illnesses anyway. Do you know what I mean? It's like this COVID thing, you know, everyone's like, Oh, you know, if you have a, if you have a fucking, if you already have a bit of a, a weak heart or you've already kind of, you know, 
depending on what you know yourself what I'm trying to say. I'm getting they're firing me up now, Rachel fucking Weldon. Um it's I think it's absolutely stupid. It's horses for courses. Absolutely, we can look at how we can, you know, take certain things out to, to benefit players, but heading the fucking football cause of dementia. Well, then why isn't every single footballer that headed the ball, especially back in the day when they were literally like cinder blocks? Why why aren't they all suffering with dementia? Yeah, I suppose maybe maybe in some respects there might be like a, a genetic disposition to it yes. as well in some respects. But I I think it's I think it's no harm to look into these things. But I think we have to be careful in terms of how we link things and the reaction of linking things and stuff like that. But I do think it is when things like this crop up. I mean, when you see the volume of dementia, I think back in the the English team of the sixty six winning team. There's a huge amount of diagnosis and onset in that, isn't there? A number of players have been diagnosed with it. Now, what I would say, in fairness, Think of the weight that, of the balls back then, down oil as well. Exactly. The but, weather. Well, they, and the, they all weigh the same. It's in yeah. law too. They have to weigh the same, have the same dimensions. But what is different was the leather back then. It's fed more, which absorbed more water. It's not the weight. It yeah. It's not the weight. It's actually, yeah, because nowadays the ball, like, you could literally push your finger through it and yeah. it looks like a balloon almost, but exactly. it's still the same. Yeah. But no, personally, I think it's ridiculous. And also, Noel, going on your point, we have to be careful of the people that were let looking into this as well, because everyone has an agenda nowadays. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We're in a fucking pandemic, supposedly now. Mm. Like, where where there's bigger things going on. They're like, oh, could be maybe taking heading out of football. Mm. That'd be great. Well, I tell you one thing: do it, and I guarantee you, no one watches it anymore. Very it's few. Probably, anyway. probably Tony Hewlett made up that uh, that thing. <laughs> I've been telling you, Doctor Death probably did fucking come up with that idea, wouldn't he? It's just the fun out of everything. Oh, stop! Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but I, I suppose, as I said already, I think if, if there would be potentially a link there, I mean, the, the last thing we want to see. I mean, we love players that that played for our clubs that we follow and stuff like that. You know, we don't want to go down thirty years down the road and see, you know, a Kante or a Gerrard or a Lampard or something. You know. They're in a chair and they have dementia and all that kind of thing. But Noel, so, tell me, name all the players that have done now. Look, Sionis is pretty fucking grand, isn't he? He was he was a hard player. I mean, you, like this is our there's players of that age now that don't have dementia. So why is it all of a sudden a thing? It's well, it's me, it's, it's, it's 20, the, the the ones that they're diagnosing at, at the moment are, are way further back than Graham Sionis. So we're talking about some of the players that played in the '66 yeah. winning World Cup. That and comes stuff in like old age as well, though. Like dementia, pretty, absolutely. Maybe, you know, it's called fucking. It's just yeah. called genetics, yeah. and not just genetics. It's it's called old age. Like, yeah, me, it's just more twenty twenty one fucking snowflake politics. Just trying to yeah. find find yeah. the fault in, in every single thing. And what I'm saying is, yeah, maybe start looking at the elbow on a players or head injuries and stuff like that. We've that, already kind of done that. You know what I mean? But the, like at this stage, there'll be no combat sports. Or there'll be no contact in sports, yeah. and you'll just have Joe Biden sitting on top of the White House going, "Yay." We won, and there's a demented, there's a demented fuck, you know what I mean? And he's never headed the ball in his life. I thought, lads, don't forget the 60s and 70s, they were killing each other on the pitch, they were boxing the head yeah. off each other, the big yeah. tackles and all, you know. So it's, it's completely look at the hockey evidence. players, lads, straightener every bleeding week, you know what I mean? <laughs> According to the protests at Old Trafford last week, that never happened, that never went on. <laughs> By the never, way, by the way, the no by the way, see all them Liverpool fans that dressed up as United fans, they caused that match to be suspended. I can't, don't condone that at all, no, absolute disgrace. Do, do you know what I meant to ask you as well? How come like the lads dressing up for the Trump campaign, wasn't it? <laughs> how come, how come, um, how come there's no, um, how come there's no protest tomorrow night at the Leicester game, but there's a protest Thursday at the Liverpool game? Oh yeah, I think Liverpool right. were behind that Super League. That's the main protest, wasn't it? Did they yeah. did they look at the weather forecast and uh, it's <laughs> rain expected for tomorrow or something? With us films, isn't open tomorrow. Thursday it is though, and it's uh, half price drinks all day. So that's happy what, hour, yeah. Weather films <laughs> is like Tesco's. It's twenty four seven. Don't kid yeah. yourself. Um, <laughs> Mark, let, let's end on one. Harry Maguire getting injured yesterday. Obviously a big mm. loss. Um, yeah, I know yeah. at times <clears> of the season you would say now it's probably. Great because yeah. Eric Boye comes in, but he will be a lost mountain if he if he's yeah. out for any period of time. Listen, we've been very, very critical of him and Lindelof this season, but you know, he's he's played every minute of every game since he came here in the Premier League. So he's been he's been fairly solid the last while. So he will be a miss. Um 
I, he did a scan today. They're, they're waiting on the results of that. So he definitely out tomorrow. I think he, I'd rest him on Thursday as well. If he, he can't throw him straight back in there, like, you know. Uh, but yeah, no, he will. I have to begrudgingly, I'd say, uh, you know, he's been solid for us and we will miss him. Yeah, it's a real conundrum, isn't it, with United fans when it comes to Harry Maguire? Because, you know, he's had those kind of freakish times in the season as well. But at times he's been so solid and consistent as well. That's it. Uh, and I'm sitting with my hair and I'll start to morph into him now. So that's how much I love him now. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, lads, a, ple- a pleasure as always on the Monday matchup happening is all on. Graham. Go get yourself a manager for next week, will you? This is taking way too long. It's just, it's even painful for me now, and I'm not a Spurs fan. You know what I mean? So let's get that sorted for next week. Ian, Wembley awaiting. Yeah, sorry to all the left wingers I've offended out there. I'm just more of a right wing man myself. I like Beckham. I like players like that. You know what I mean? (laughs) So this has never been about politics. This is just my favourite side of the pitch. All right. (laughs) Before you start bringing politics into it, (laughs) I was just I was just thinking, Mark, as well. If I had to be in Arsenal in the final, which you would have got Wembley too potentially. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, or uh, the London the London Stadium. It's nice. No, it's nice. I think it's going to be fun. Always enjoyed it. Graham, uh, sorry to rib you about Tottenham as always, but you know, it's it's all banter, it's all love, but not really. Oh, yeah. Graham, Graham's week would be empty if he wasn't on the Monday mashup getting ribbed about Spurs. That's it, exactly. <laughs> God help all of us if they bounce back at any stage. And me, me and Noel, before yeah, I thought he got a haircut, but he's just been pulling his hair up in a Spurs fan all season. That's what it is. If you want a blue jersey, now is the time. Spurs, Spurs have a navy jersey. Well, if they want, if they want, if they want one of those nice Nike jerseys with G-Road on the back or something like that, come on over. We, 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 we'll accept you, in Graham. I look after you. There, I there you. you go, Graham. That I'm could fine. be an option if you sell Harry Kane. Get in there and get your real beautiful man. Chelsea don't sell the sport. Listen. Told you this. Uh, Chelsea will sell to anyone in London. Look at Will Yan. He's our mercenaries. Uh, only when they're done. When they're past our sell by date. Yeah, that's why I said you're real. Yeah, you're real. Just like you're fine wine. He stays on the shelf. He stays on the shelf. Well, lads, as always, a pleasure. Head over to YouTube, Dynamo (laughs) Podcast Network. Smash that subscribe, bell notification button, share, comments, the whole works. Anchor for audio versions of the show. This has been your Monday mashup. Cheers, lads. Appreciate it. Cheers, lads. Catch you soon.